Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. All right, let's get back to it again, crying out loud. Indulge me, Lisa, if you will. This is one of my all-time favorite songs. It's so sweet. Bill Withers. Grandma's hands clapped in church on Sunday morning. Grandma. You can play it as long as you want. I'm drinking a Bloody Mary. You want to play another one? Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that is a very sweet Grandma's song. hands. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's a nice one. Uh, and which brings me to uh, the fact that uh, you and I can both do something that that doesn't come easily to mankind without some practice. And I'm not very good at it. No, but, I know. We were doing a mic check earlier, and I stoop. I was trying to be funny, and I said like this, and I put my hand under my armpit. I never could make an armpit fart noise. I don't think I have the cup. I think I have flat armpits. Well, you're a like you're like a, a, a trombonist or a no, trum- trumpet I'm... player that tries to play the trumpet, but you just don't have the lip. No, I just have flat armpits. Okay, but but I, so I was very disappointed I couldn't do that. I've never seen a woman do that. By the way, you would might be the first I've ever seen to do the armpit fart. Yeah, I've oh, never there seen are it. plenty of women who can do armpit fart. Oh, that's reassuring. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but are, I, I also there are plenty of there women. are plenty of women i i did learn from you though i don't know why this is so special to me but but tell me what it is that's special well i've learned a lot from you i've known you for 20 something plus years mm-hmm. now and you have taught me a lot some things i wish i could unlearn but the one thing that i like that you you actually brought me over to the dark side on was I can't to, take all the credit but you did this was you and you alone teaching me and having the the thing I remember is the patience you had with me because I couldn't do it right well, off. you were like my music student and I was trying to show you how you put your and two I hands could, together I couldn't do it there's a pocket in between your hands you put them together and it can form <laughs> it's just a little explosion of air it's, and, but it's you, you, not even, but it, you got frustrated because you couldn't manage. I couldn't do it. But I don't do it. You hold your hands really. I think why I couldn't do it was because I was trying to mimic what your hands did. Mm-hmm. And I have to do it. I have to do more of a clap look. Okay. Uh, well, this is me. <laughs> and then this is you. See, I can't. Oh, hang on. Mine are really tiny. That's pretty small. You've done it better than that before. I know. I think it helps if you lick your hands. Yeah, get them a little if wet. If you lick your palms. All right, and now then... try it. See? Oh, yeah. That's much better. <laughs> it's, 
that's kind of a general fartism right there. If there's wetness happening around there, it's going to be louder, no matter where it comes from. Well, there are people, uh, in fact, far too many people that are able to uh, not only do that, but they can they can manipulate their their hands in a way that they can learn to eventually kind of play a tune. <laughs> well, that's with the, their hands. I was lamenting that that it's one note. I'm a one note Charlie when it comes yeah, to me. The hand. Me too, pretty much. Yeah, so, but people who can do multiple notes that they, stuns me. They're called manualists, and the, <laughs> the first time I ever saw one, a guy that could do this <clears throat> was on an old Tonight Show. His name was John Toomey. That guy is a virtuoso right there. How, when you look at him, it doesn't even look like he's really like changed. he's not trying. Yeah, he he yeah. Yeah, and uh, but then if you get on YouTube now, you can find scores of people who who are into this thing. Now, yeah, this manualism. Uh, this was this is one of my recent favorites. A guy named Jerry Phillips is the manualist here, and he's, he's playing. With, with a guitarist friend named Doug Pierce, and they're doing, you know, dueling banjos, except they call it dueling handjos. There is such a is wealth amazing. of talent in the world. That is amazing. Yeah. Now, if you. Does that make you feel inadequate now? Because you've always you've always been so proud of your yeah. I'm just a I'm just a you're a hack. I really am a hack. I'm like a guy that can play one chord on a guitar. Or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but I've never really worked at it either. I have the dream that someday I can play a simple song. <laughs> it won't be complicated. I'm not going to play. Uh, uh, you know, a Dusty Fidelis or something. But I'm going to just play... Like make, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little twinkle, Star. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star or Jingle Bells or something. Uh, something to start, and then we'll go from there. See, I can already do the first notes of Jingle Bells. You can? Then I'm stuck after that. That's really good, Pat. Yeah, I'm working at it. I'm working at it. So, here we are. We're doing another one of these uh, little podcast things. We want to thank everybody who reports back to us that they enjoy it, or even sometimes they say, well, I liked it up till that point, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing. All, all feedback yeah. is great. We've been doing this for a bit over a year. Are we making any money at it? Well, a little bit, thanks to some people that are kind enough to send a few, uh, you know, a few bits of lucre our way. But yeah. Helps but us we, with, the, with the website, and we can grab a cup of coffee. Also, uh, we... We have not received, like, the check yet. The, the cat. We have not, like, you know, a million dollars. That hasn't come yet. But, yeah. but you know, if you have a million, and you, maybe you just won the lottery or something, you're thinking, ah, gee, I don't need this $50,000. I'll yeah. send it to Peculiar Podcast. Then we'll do way better shows. Yeah. We yeah. promise we'll have an actual producer. Yeah. Um, also, the Reign of Terror, don't forget, is also, uh, check that out if you're on our website at PeculiarPodcast.com. Reign of Terror, you can find out all about it. Just go to PeculiarPodcast.com slash ROT, and we have a map up there. It's so much fun to have people send us in their pictures. Yeah, we've and we've got a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of participation. 
Uh, I won't go through that whole explanation. No, they can go again, online but, and find it. But if you find uh, if they, they've tried to change the name of pineapple upside down cake to something else, uh, don't be fooled. Right. Yeah, they're trying to fool you, but uh, but you should go and fool them mm-hmm. instead. I'd, I'd say. Well, what's going on okay. in the Lisa Lisa Foster household? All right. So I told you um, it, it it just never seems to end. Uh, the house owning a house is a she's like a demanding mistress it's like you fix you fix one thing and she wants something else and i've kind of spent most of this year fixing things around not big things really <clears throat> but i was in my bathroom in the back of my house um about a month ago and i'm like it smells kind of um like mildewy i'm like and I, I'm clean, you know, I clean the bathroom and everything. Don't leave towels lying no, on the floor. Like, and I, I call that a towel smell, you know, that yeah, towel yeah, smell. I know that, yeah. And I'm like, okay, the towels are clean. I've washed uh, What is that? Um, and then I'm thinking, well, I do see that the caulking, actually caulking is what I yeah, like. say caulk. <laughs> I told you, let me just drive off the freeway for a second. I told you about the voiceover job I had where um, I had to read uh, how it was a <clears throat> a website for manufactured homes and how you should maintain them. And there was a whole chapter about how to properly cock, it's pronounced cock, <laughs> your windows and door jams. So I'm going through this and I'm like, cock this, cock, 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 cock. And I'm like, ah, it's just such a weird word. So <clears throat> they finally heard heard the the replays back, and they said, "Yeah, can you can you go back and just change that to you know, caulking?" Why didn't you ask me to do it that way in the first? Exactly. Place? Yeah. So I had to go back and redo the whole thing because they didn't want to hear me say cock, 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 cock. Well, yeah, yeah. I think we <clears throat> take the safe uh, avenue many times. Yeah. Like that. I remember Bill Nye, the science guy, always. Uh, pronounced the, the planet as Uranus. Yeah. For the same, yeah. Because it was, it was a Disney show, and I'm sure it would have become an issue. Yeah, exactly. If you didn't do it that so way. So I, I decided to change out the culking in my shower, and I still couldn't get rid of it anyway. I, I finally, um, the more I, I read about mold, and kind of, I wanted to talk to you about this sort of hysteria that seems to surround mold, which lives with us everywhere, and mold is as old as the earth. Uh, I finally called a mold company called Environix that came out and they did, uh, they do, uh, moisture readings. They can tell how wet things are. They can tell if your ceiling fan in your bathroom's even pulling out. There's just all sorts of things. You got to keep bathrooms dry and they are just, so he finds out that I have mold behind the a piece wall? of drywall oh, boy. in uh, my bathroom. The, the wall with the tile on it. We had this uh, siding on one of our houses one time that was notorious for that very thing. It was a it was a siding right. from a major company, mm-hmm. and uh, it would get mold underneath it. Yeah, yeah, and and, and so it became difficult to it's <laughs> difficult to sell a house when because you, you have to reveal. Well, that. this is it, this is my point. All the research I've been doing on you know the sort of mold hysteria has taken hold and there are a lot of people out there who think that we have gone way overboard on things like having to disclose it there's mold in every house there's mold in every house 
and in every and I refrigerator. And I understand that there are people who have very sensitive allergies, but the mo- most people can pretty much tolerate it. So I've had to really weigh whether I wanted to have professionals come in, professionals come in and take out the moldy drywall, which they do with HEPA filters, and they do with proper suits, and they do with they they maintain uh, or block off and completely seal the affected area. Or do I just tackle it myself? I mean, well, well, can how you? hard? It's just tearing out sheetrock. Well, that's, but, that's you know, not that simple. Well, but yeah, oh, that's simple. What what the hysteria the... comes from is people go, oh no, you don't want the mold spores to spread and then you'll have a nightmare on your hands. And it's just, it's common black mold is what it is. It's not killer mold. It's common black mold. Called and I'm sure I'm saying this right. Statobotterus chachachakramarin. All right. that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I've got that all the time. Um, my breakfast cereal used to, from the start of the day yeah. to the end of the day. So I don't know if I'm being too uh, too casual about this, or if I should be a little more. Yeah, I should get it done right. If it were you, what would you do? Mold man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Do you pay these people thousand dollars? Mold man, look at my life. Come in and take out a sheet of drywall because they don't they don't replace it. They just take out the crappy stuff. And then you got to put the new drywall on. I got to do it, which isn't a problem. But my point is, you know, for thirty bucks I can take it out, but do I need to have it properly contained? Am I going to? kill myself and the dogs if the spores get loose it's all very i don't know there's a lot of people who say yeah you know what there's been lots of money being made and lawsuits and and tort firms that do these lawsuits against uh you know they call them toxic houses and and they're not toxic is their argument it's not toxic it's mold well it lives around us every day this stuff uh whenever there's a hysteria like this you know that you just need to follow the money, and that's 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 why, right. That's why it happens. I mean, I heard a very good discussion a couple of weeks ago about this renewed terrorist threat in the Middle East now, where they closed all the embassies. And I stuff. heard about that. And, it's all, yep. and it was all based on uh, you know some chatter or something from right. some, and uh, and there are those who say and are, are persuasive. That you know, we're starting. We're just starting to be uh, afraid of everything. Everything, and we're always uh, and and we're we're alarmists. People are making money off these mm-hmm. off these uh, off these alerts and things mm-hmm. like that. So you know, you need to you need to you mm-hmm. know, we need to sell you some guns. You need to do some planning. Right. You need to have a safe place. I mean, yep. What happened to to us? Just kind of living our lives instead of just wincing and. Ducking at every, every I know. perceived I th- threat. I, th- I thought about it because I thought, oh, this is serious and I probably should do it right. And they're going to spray in there and make sure it's all gone and they'll wrap it all good. And you know what? That's, to me, I don't know. I It's going to be a pain in the butt, but I'm pretty sure I can handle a little bit of black common black mold called Strachosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicosystrinsicos
I mean, some guy, you some guy who's going to come in and make a few... Because it'll spread, won't it? A guy's going to come in and make a few bucks. What's he going to tell you? Nah, you got nothing to worry about. Don't You don't need me. See you later. No, he showed me. I have mold in the wall. We cut out a little piece. We're not sure what the extent is. But what... Okay, so you got mold. Is it going to kill you? It will spread, though. It's indestructible. It's indescribable. Nothing can stop it. This town is in danger. How can it be stopped? Mob hysteria sweeps one city. Before long, the nation, and then the world could fall before the blood-curdling threat of the bomb. And then that could ruin your head. I mean, it, it can cause dry rot, and it can, you know what I mean? It, it's, but it, but I, that's why I'm saying, no, I need to get it cleaned up. I'm just wondering how, how much do I really worry about making sure it's done right. <laughs> Here's the bathroom that I'm... If, if it's if, done right or it's done the Lisa Foster way. If it's the house I'm thinking of, I mean the bathroom in, in your house I'm thinking of. Yeah. There's no window in that room, is there? Oh, no, that's the front bathroom I make you use. You've never been in my private bath. My oh. private... Is there a window in there? Yeah. But that... I think that would mitigate uh, the moisture issue if it could get... Not in the middle of winter. Air could get... I don't put... I leave oh, my window in my bathroom when it's open all winter. Thirty long. degrees That's out. Why there's never any birds around. <laughs> okay, you're you're really not helping me here. Well, I don't, you're what not I'm, talking to an expert of any what kind. What I'm asking That's you, I'm not. Didn't say. I will, I didn't say you were an expert. I just want to know what's your opinion. If you knew you had a mold problem and it, you could smell it, you're just going to leave it and ignore it. You can smell it. You can smell it. This is new information. I told you earlier, oh, the smell mildew. the tally smell. The mildew smell. Yeah. God, you yeah. aren't even paying any attention to me. Ah, you might just want to go ahead. Yes, I was. Oh, God. Just spray some light. <laughs> just spray some Lysol in the hole, like cut open the hole and spray it, Lysol in there. It might work. You never Throw know. some bleach in there and hope for the best. Could work. I don't know. I don't know what to, th- to do. I don't, I don't know what I would do. I got so many things to fix around. I know this house. my to do list insane. is just enormously and long. It just gets longer. I just find new things. And you know I, what? I'm just going to have those them. people come out and deal with it. I'm just going to deal with it. But, but they got to get you some kind of guarantee. I mean, that, you know, you, how do you vet these people to know? Well, they say this, but how do I really know that they know what they're doing? They just seemed like they did. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people, it seemed like they did. Mm. Like, it seems like you're going to get the same burger at Jack in the Box that you see on TV. <laughs> seems you're still like. mad about that, I are kinda you? I kind of am. I'm still steamed We about talked that. about that four episodes I ago. <laughs> I thought I'd bring it up again. It just, it just doesn't All right. Well, up. anyway, I just thought I would bring that up because I do think that people, there are a lot of people that say, no, oh my gosh, you don't want to mess with that. You don't that. You do not want to mess with that. You hire a professional. And the kind of the more I looked into it, the more I thought, well, yeah, isn't there a little bit of unnecessary hysteria surrounding this? Yeah, I think so. And you can also do, you probably have, knowing you, but you could research it a bit more and find out, well, what exactly do they do? What is the pro- what's the procedure? They, they spelled out everything that they're going to do. Is there anything the that they said they're going to do that you can't do yourself? Well, I can't, like, buy a HEPA filter thing. I can't buy a big... I've got two or three of those in the garage. A big bodysuit, you know... A, respirator i i would have to tape off i need i would need help pat is what i'm kind of asking sounds to me like it sounds like they're trying to make it seem more hazardous than it is no i think they're just taking we'll go in there with one of them hazmat suits and she'll think oh my god i'm sure glad we hired them that's what i'm saying they're tricking you no i don't think they're tricking me i think that they are definitely in a business to control some of these these molds but they're probably, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, 
Well, actually, I'm just glad that I don't have to tear down my house. Well, if they can, if they get rid of the mold that's there. Mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me. What keeps it from coming back again? Um, because I'm getting a better fan and I'm sealing the okay. tile better, and right. I, my tile sealant wasn't very good. I had a leak. Was the problem. Okay, so you're going to also take steps. I'm going to do all that. I'm okay. going to take care of installing a new ceiling, a new, not ceiling fan, but yeah, a bathroom fan. Um, it, mine was pretty inadequate. You're going to get one of those ceiling fans for your bathroom? No, it's a it's a bathroom fan. But you got a big old ceiling fan there that you, what do you got in there? Do you have an eight foot ceiling? or? Yeah, so get one that hangs down about two feet and then say, yeah, you Over can the use the bathroom, shower. but duck when you go in there. Don't jump up too fast. Uh, but I got a whisper quiet fan. I got a whisper quiet fan because bathroom fans are noisy. The you don't no- think they're working? The noisier, the better I think it's doing. Well, some people who reviewed them on Amazon said, yeah, some people like noisy fans because it covers duh, up, it they cover covers up, this- up the grunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the way. But I- do you know that you're... <laughs> How many times do I say, by the way, do by you, the way? Do you know you're supposed to let your fan run six hours? Six hours. Really? After you take a shower. Oh, my uh, my fan has little timers on it. You can't go more than... Uh, that's I why get, you get... I a, guess you could run it an hour. That's why you get a different timer. That's the other thing the guy told me. He goes, get a timer that you can set for six hours and run that run that puppy for six hours. I My rule of thumb is when it doesn't... When you can actually walk in there again... The, the fan has done its job. No, I'm not talking about the smell, oh, ding oh, dong. I'm oh, t- oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, because that is one thing that those bathroom fans are not very effective. Did you ever see that Saturday Night Live episode? They don't suck the smell out of there. All the superheroes show up. Uh, <laughs> there's Superman and Batman and all of them. And I just remember one part where they're in the party and then... Somebody wants to go use the bathroom, and the Hulk comes walking out of the bathroom, and they go, oh, my God, don't go in there after the Hulk's been in there. Oh. I just thought that was so stupid, but but I remembered it, so I guess, well, I remember stupid stuff, I guess. Well, uh, I remember that a man came to me, to the TV station I was working at, King 5, back when I just had first started working there. So it was the early 80s, and he was came in very excited. He wanted to produce a commercial for a product that he had invented, and then he wanted to run these ads on our station, so the sales guy obviously was rubbing his hands oh, together. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's great. I'm going to get this guy's business. And uh, his invention was that he it, you, it's a device that you would put down into your toilet, and so it would suck all of the odor out. <laughs> Before I'm no, I don't mean to laugh. That is awesome. It, it is, just would it, suck the smell out before it would get a escape. Yeah, before it'd be an issue at all. Yeah, it'd take take it straight down to David. That's Jones. really smart. A fan in the toilet. Essentially, it was a kind of a fan, like yeah. a re, like a reverse vacuum, something like that. Uh, and he had a little chart, and he was showing us how it would work and all of that. And I just thought about it. This was at that time in the early 80s. It wouldn't even, you wouldn't bat an eye if you saw a commercial like on a cable channel uh, for this product now. Has this happened to you? Yeah. That, that, it that's would, it that's would how always... I was going to start the commercial. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Oh, geez, Larry. Oh. 
So, and then it would, then we would try to show maybe using a dry ice how the, the you know the dry ice would be the fumes and sure. then it'd be sucked That's, down yeah. in the toilet. Yeah, classic. But it, it just they had a, they had some kind of standards at that time, and the somebody on high made a you couldn't decree. show a toilet. Said, well, we can't we can't we can't advertise it. We can't put this on our air. This is too this is too uh, uh, intimate. Scatological, I guess, is the word they use for our air. Uh, those standards have greatly diminished uh, oh, e- yeah. everywhere now. But at right. that time... Because you couldn't even have condom commercials on back then. Or... The way, because the way you'd really want to do the commercial is like we just did. Right. You know, has this ever happened to you? <laughs> or show, you know, just show the results of the way it is now and then how nice it will be when you don't have that problem anymore. But it just... Anyway, yeah, I would like it would be a really fun commercial to do the before and then. How would you depict to the after? Like, would he then open the door and it would be all butterflies and like yeah. lilacs and maybe a little yeah butterflies coming out tweeting. coming out behind him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Jane, thanks a lot, Ben. Now I can't go in there for another half hour. That's what you. That's what you think, Lila. Come on in. <laughs> You didn't really just go. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's a miracle. It smells like flowers in here. That's another stupid <laughs> thought I had as a kid. I thought I would invent this product that would be like a little filter, like it'd be like the size of a like a wine cork, and you'd put the wine cork. I know what you're gonna say. And it would neutralize. Uh, if you had a toot, it would neutralize. The odor, so that there would be no odor. You do remember toot, the, toot, the trapper. toot trapper. Yeah, that's a real. Product. Was did we? It, it was real. Did we yeah, ever? Because yeah, I yeah, we got. I one. remember we used to joke about it. We did. Who mm. used it? We got one. The toot trapper, and maybe they still make them. The toot trapper. You would sit. It was. It was a little pad that you would sit on the, on your work chair or something like. No, that. No, I thought you stuck them in your underpants. <laughs> was it okay? So wait a minute. Well, this is now, how. This is how I remember the the story is that this guy said, I loved my wife dearly, but oh my gosh, I couldn't sleep with her. Oh my gosh, she would toot every night. It was awful. It almost ruined our marriage. I decided to do something about it because I love her so much. So I invented the toot trapper. It's a little charcoal. Yeah, I know the charcoal uh, Charcoal panties or something. You stick in your underpants and... and (laughs) Well, you remember it better I, than I do. I, that, yeah, so maybe you're lo- the one who received the problem. He loved his wife so much that he didn't want to divorce her, but he said it almost ended our marriage. Her farts almost ended our marriage. What would be the uh, in the courtroom? What would be the circumstances under which you would uh, contest for a divorce? I mean, how would you state it? Irreconcilable odors apparently <laughs> i don't know uh, but yeah apparently that was a deal breaker and he said and they were sleeping in separate bed don't you remember that whole story they were sleeping in separate bedrooms and he he finally he was forced to invent the toot trapper well thank god did it did. work i don't know did somebody see, try it I, I, obviously i don't remember much about it I wish it's I a did. good idea because i gotta tell you there are just times when there's not much you can do like in an elevator. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, so I have to tell you, our friend Dave Tavers does that all the time now because of you. What says? Oh, I know. And he, so he wanted me to st- ask you what the origin of that of that. Uh, 
My really annoying little saying that you have. Isn't it some lady you yes. you learned it from? Yeah, yeah. It was a woman that I worked with all the time. <laughs> it, just, it wouldn't matter what you told her. It's like they know everything already. You know, and you're not telling me anything. Uh, I can. I've already know. You know people like that, I, don't you? Oh you tell them God. you're gonna. They they got to take credit for it, or they already knew it. Even if they didn't already know it, they can never make it think like you're delivering news or information to them that they didn't right. already yeah. have. But would she do it like in a fast? Because the way you do it is more of a fascinating, oh, I know, rather than, oh, I know. I mean, there's a yeah. whole different no, no, way no, of no, delivering right. that. No, no. <clears throat> and it wasn't usually done in a way that was trying to one-up me or any other person she was uh, interacting with. It was just like, uh, it was almost the opposite. Like, I want to be on your team. I want to relate sure. to you. Mm -hmm. uh, what your experience is just like mine. That happened to me. So that's what oh, it's like. Oh, I know. So one time I was down uh, going down to the zoo <laughs> and a baboon leapt out of the cage. Somebody left a little gate open. A baboon got me down and started wrestling around and he pulled my pants down. He started chewing on my left buttock. Oh, I know. <laughs> the same thing happened to me. <laughs> okay. This well, I just wanted to that's, get that. That's where that came from. And I, yeah, I always default to All this. right. There. Hope you're happy, Dave. Okay. And that's two Bill Withers songs in one podcast. I think I think that's a record. All right. So let me switch gears here. And let me drop it down into reverse a little bit. And... Um, this is uh, a thing, I just wondered if you could relate to this or if this is something you've noticed. Uh, more and more businesses, and in fact, I can think of very few places that you enter, whether it be a retail store, clothing place, restaurants, certainly, uh, 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 anywhere you go, there's always some kind of background music playing in there. So <clears throat> it's to create an atmosphere, I imagine. I guess. I mean, I, I, even grocery stores. Grocery hear, stores, yeah, sure. You hear music playing, and yeah. But, it, but what I think a lot of people who put this music on don't uh, think about is that you're getting people in your store from all walks of life. They're coming from different places, and they some are old, some are new, uh, some are young, I should say, some are old, and mm. some are in between, and so the music you play uh if you think you have to have it in there ought to be uh consumable by the vast majority of the public or what you would think would be most people would think was okay well how and do you measure that i mean well i don't know well muzak sort of measured that they would everybody they, hated muzak i know but i think it's still out there a little bit but oh yeah my is. point is that like when you go into a pizza place you can tell whether the manager the real manager or the owner of the pizza place is on the, is in uh is there or not oh or if it's just the, ki why? the kids running the place oh, because, by the music they're playing <clears throat> yeah and they're playing it loud those crazy kids you know how old you sound right now saying that okay I'm, that's one thing but i'm talking about going to nice restaurants now where it gets so loud the music first of all I'll, the the kind of music they play is something else again but usually, more and more, it's not music you've ever heard before. It's right. just stuff that's, I don't know what it is. But they play it too loud. You can't, you, when you go to a are restaurant. Are a nice restaurant? Are you talking like. Nice restaurant. Nice restaurant. You go there, you want to have a nice conversation, 
that's part of why you go to restaurants with your yeah. wife or significant others or, or your friends or whoever. But when you've got to compete with the music to be heard, mm-hmm. and then everybody sitting around you is also competing, right. pretty soon it's so dang loud in there, you can't stand it. And you just say, I think I'll just take out yeah, next time. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. crazy. It's get it's getting to be... Have you com- co- commented? An observable I, problem. I don't to go me. to nice restaurants, but I was in a... I seriously was in a Denny's once, just because Denny's good to no, stop. No, nobody goes to a Denny's seriously. I went to Denny's. You went whimsically. And I... Desperately, <laughs> but not seriously. And it was really loud music. Really loud music. And I wanted to do some paperwork while I was eating lunch. I was by myself, and yeah, I couldn't concentrate at all. Also, another thing. A friend of mine, I was. we were out, and they had music really loud, and he said, could you turn the music down, please? And they did. Yeah. I guess it never occurs to most people they could ask that. I travel a lot. Because you've been turning the music down to lots of other people there that maybe they like it just fine. I go through SeaTac quite a bit. And if you go down the B-Gate section, this is very funny. Oh, I... (laughs) Yes. There is a big sign right over the B-5-Gate area. B-5. It might be B... No, it wouldn't be B-6 or B-8. It's B-3. B-3 or B-4. doesn't matter. Bingo! Very large sign that says, Quiet Zone. Do you know as you walk through there, the music is just blaring out of the speakers, and I want to I, I want to say this isn't a, a quiet zone. No, they want they you. Mean, I, they mean sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to poke your microphone. They mean people and kids shut up, but they have the music just going. It's not a quiet zone. I'm writing a letter to those people too, because yeah. there are times when I want a quiet zone. What my wife's saying said what. <laughs> Can you go get that fan? That little. Can can you get another even know where Bloody Mary too? Yeah. I'm kidding. I can't have another one. Three I mean, more I Bloody could, Marys, but... please. No, it's getting a little toasty up here. Toasty up here. Yeah, it really is. We're it? almost done. Sorry. <clears throat> We're almost Oof. done. But anyway, that just annoys me. The quiet zone. Yeah, and they've got music playing through all throughout SeaTac. Well, what happened to the Be old quiet. days? Here's another old fart thing. What happened to the days when you would go to the library, and people were quiet? Is it not quiet in there anymore? No. Well, you got to go to the library sometimes. I never go to the people library. People aren't yelling Why I in go there. To the library? But nobody tries to. Uh, hey, can you tell me where the subject is? Nobody. There used to be people trying to read and stuff in there. It can get a little noisy now. They don't have the same old rules about noise. Why do you go to the library? What do you go to the library for? Oh, I love the library. For what? For what? For everything. The library is full of treasures. So is the internet. Well, I don't know. The, the, for me, there's nothing uh, quite like uh, holding I'm, holding a real book. Oh, in your I hands. agree. But I mean, I'll go to a bookstore and stuff. But but you can go I to don't... a bookstore, but you can also go to the library, and you don't have to pay a dime. Those are your tax dollars at work. You should go use the. I library. know, but I would never. I would have so many. Don't they charge you for being overdue on books? No, I don't, they don't even I don't, do that. They don't. No, I've been overdue many times, and they they. Well, will. then what's the point of having a due date? Well, they, there is a due date, and I suppose at some point they're going to uh, penalize you. But uh, they're, they're not real strict about it. I just it. don't you, want the pressure. I want to read a book on my own time. You whether, can renew them. They, you can get I'm, six, seven renewals. Don't, again, don't is, want the pressure of having to remember to do stuff. That annoys me. Well, okay. I'm just that telling you. Don't, ta- don't ask me why I'm going to the library. In fact, you'd be very encouraged if you go to typical libraries now. Really? Because uh, there's kids in there. Uh, oh, see that right They've there, got right. computers. They're, uh, reading is not, reading is big. It is still. 
I'm a huge Alive reader. Well. You know that I'm a avid reader. That's all I'm saying is that I don't know what the library can give me that I can't get at home. No, I'm just saying that it is encouraging to see how the how how voracious the reading good. appetite is among. Yeah, that's good. A lot of people assume, ah, young people they don't read any anymore. Oh yeah, they do. They do. And they of course can, a lot of them don't have their own computers. They can get use of those at the library yeah uh, there's uh, books on tape at the library they're not called books on tape anymore. that's something I will uh, what st- something stupid or talking books right no they're just called audio books <laughs> yeah. who cares anyway those are fun because they uh, will often have bestsellers you know do you know that I especially we talked uh, last week about uh, maybe two weeks ago about driving and how much time we have to spend in our cars in this stinking I've been uh, that's a great you can essentially be reading a book that you would want to read anyway because you're using your time you're in your car for two hours I'm going to be doing an audiobook oh good yeah Yeah. I've done one it's fun oh you have yeah I'm I'm at we're starting that's awesome I don't know what the title is of what I I just had a company approach me I've never done an audio it's going to be one of those heaving bosom books isn't it that's fine with me ripped bodice I don't care yeah well then Work what well. kind of book is yours, Mister Smarty a, Pants? Mine, I mine is, is like uh, about science and stuff. Yes, smart things. No, it's uh, they want me to do the entire Shakespearean canon, <laughs> uh, for starters, and then I might do maybe I don't know some Tom Swift or some Hardy Boys. After that, <laughs> maybe a couple Nancy Drews. They, they haven't been clear about that. There's good money in in audiobooks, voicing audiobooks, and especially if you voice erotica audiobooks. I don't wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. I'll do it. Would could I'll you, do it? Could you read anything? Uh, no. And make it erotic. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, I suppose I could for the right amount of money. Let me find. Okay, hear about this. Start with this part here in this book. The melody was first heard in the. All overture. right, give it to me. Okay. What am I doing? You're just going to read it and mm. make it sexy. I don't have my reading glasses on. Can I borrow your dollar now, store now reading that, glasses? Now that right there has made it unsexy. <laughs> no, some people find glasses very sexy. All so, right. all right, here we go. Superman. The melody was first heard in the overture. Then Clary sang it. And then the melody appeared again three more times during the course of the opera. Keep reading, Lisa, so, but do you mind if I have the cigarette? Is, <laughs> this repetition of a melody or portions of it throughout a longer work was an unusual composing technique at the time. <sighs> so if you just do a lot of that sort of, heavy if you breathing breathe, you breathe and then you do this thing, there's, there's, a, there's a vocal style called voice fry. Have you heard of that? Voice fry is a very... A popular thing that a lot of singers do where they just sort of they, they let their voice Katie Couric has voice fry have you ever heard her sort of uh, it's it's a croaky sound I did hear you using the pop the mic technique <clears throat> that can be interpreted as a very exotic or erotic sound so that's that's it okay that's all I'm gonna do I'm gonna go take a shower I'll be right back <laughs> I think I sweated on your glasses <laughs> sorry <laughs> Hot in here today. Anyway, uh, all right. So much. So we talked about mold in your house. Yeah. Talked about the the annoy the growing annoyance of background music. I guess my point is: is it just me getting older and grouchier? No. I don't think it is. No. And 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 you, whether you know it or not, uh, if you're you know running a place like that, you're going to turn off customers. 
That has to and, be difficult. And you do, though. and you got to think about it. How do you choose music that is? And everybody's tastes are different, so I don't know how you even choose well, music. I, everybody's tastes are different, but there are some middle of the road things that you'll offend fewer people with. Mm. You know what I mean? Like what? What would you? What well, would I you recommend? I, if if I was running a cowboy bar, I guess well, I would play, I know, I'd play country music. Sure, in there, I mean but, that's a given, right? Well, I guess, but I'm just saying that you want to play to the audience. You sure. have to make some assumptions about the people that are using your product or coming to your place and uh so you know if you're if you're going to i can't even think of a good example but if you're going to uh well i don't think you can go wrong with so, classical music well i was going to say if if you were in a nice restaurant sounds like you were in a nice pricey restaurant yeah it was then it would probably be classical music or piano but music it wasn't. or maybe jazz well now that's what i'm saying it was something it was more like this And it was really loud. Oh my too. god! Well, do I? Did you say something to the manager? I he couldn't hear me. <laughs> I mean, I think we made the decision that the food wasn't so great, the service wasn't so great that they would overcome the annoyance of the oral experience there. So we won't be going back really? to that joint. Yeah. You want to? You want to name the name? No. Yeah, I wouldn't I, In fact, I can't remember the name of the place. Yeah. I've already put I don't blame them you. so far in the rearview mirror. I don't blame you. But it's not a place. It's, it's multiple places. We're finding this happening more and yeah. more. Yeah, oh, I know. You gotta. It's like, do you think that nobody can hear anymore? Or we're there to hear the music? We're not there to eat the food? What, yeah. What is it? Uh, people don't even pay that much. I mean, you go to places where they have live bands, and maybe you get two people applauding a little bit. Mm -hmm. People are there to talk to themselves. They're not there for the music. They're not there to talk to themselves. We'll talk to, to each, each other. other. Yeah. yeah. So, that's what I say. That's. I my agree opinion. with you. I don't think you're getting grouchy. Whew. I thought I was. I mean, you are grouchy, I, I but sure I don't think I that's making you grouchy. Hey, I got to be in a parade this summer. I was the grand marshal of a parade. And, I know. And I, I get to be a, a grand marshal of a second parade coming up. I know. I had a, one of my uh, little friends said she saw you at that parade. Oh, one yeah. Of one little of your friend, little munchkin friends. Little, little, my little friend Catherine, sort of one of my adopted nieces. So my wife and is she at said the she parade. She said you were great. My wife is at, well, yeah. How, well, what parade was how it? How great do you have to be in a parade? What parade was it? You well, you sit. have to be pretty good. You were the the head guy, right? No, you're the grand marshal. All you do is sit in the back of a car and wave and look, you grin a lot. Yeah. How hard's that? Well, for you, maybe not. Maybe I, other people would be very nervous about that. This was the Greenwood Parade, the Greenwood neighborhood. Really nice people. People got heard a couple podcast mentions. I thought That's that was nice. Cool. Yeah. Otherwise, they're talking about uh, you know various things, and I'll get the uh, get a few of the. Hey Pat, you got any tacos? <laughs> oh, because a, a of your taco taco time, time right? Which I haven't done in over two years. But yeah. But it, it, anything's nice, you know. That's nice. So what the is only time I got nervous, I have I'm sitting in the back of an open automobile, and I got to tell you, the only time I got nervous is when we went by the Greenwood School Book Depository. <sighs> Uh, that, I just got a little twitchy there. But other than that, it was a wonderful yeah. experience. You know what? Nobody wants to take you out. Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nobody wants to take you out. Yeah. So what does the Grand Marshal do? Is it just an honor? Is that it? Uh, it's just an honor. Well, it comes, comes with a pretty good stipend, too. You know, I mean, I can always use 50, an extra $50,000. So that's pretty sweet. <laughs> 
No, you just you just it's an honor. You just go and I like announcing parades. I don't think I'd want to be in the parade. I got to write my own announcement, which was kind of fun. I think announcing parades are a lot more fun. In my own announcement, I describe myself as former governor of Nebraska, <laughs> two-term governor of Nebraska, and three-time Mr. Universe. So you, know, you can say, put anything you want in there. They don't care. Um, and then so you've got another parade that you're doing. Yeah, gonna... but, the, but the reason I mentioned this one is because my wife decided I, I just could not persuade her. While she did come to the parade, she would not get in the car with me and ride with me. I said, I want, Why? I want you to ride in the parade with me. You went in the torchlight a few years ago. Why didn't she want to go with you? She just was she mad at you? No, she just you... didn't she didn't want to get she didn't want to be in a parade. She'd feel like a You just said it third wasn't wheel. hard. It's not hard, but so, she just she just didn't want to be my little toady, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I I get why she was. I mean Yeah, but she'd be wouldn't she be Mrs. Grand Marshal? She would. Like the first lady. I, I there's times with, with her that where you realize I'm not going to win this. I'm not going to persuade her. I'm not that good. And so I'll just say, okay. So you were by yourself? So you just, you had a driver and then you were sitting where? Up on top of the back of the part of the convertible? Yeah, yeah. And it was was an old old vintage car. It was really nice. Really cool. Cool guy. He was the car So what did she do? Did she stay home and eat? No, no. She came with me. Tacos? So she's there, but she won't ride in the car with me. So she decides she's going to just stay on the sidewalk and watch the parade. And okay. then I'll come back and we'll get in the car and do something later. So she does. And she said that when she, uh, it's fun to be, to be, to know the person that is the Grand Marshal or whatever, that's somebody, because you get to hear all these comments. Oh, yes. You, which is so pretty, she's kind of incognito. Yeah. So because, that was a better plan, I think, to find out what do well, people to, really think of you. That wasn't her plan, but that's just kind of what happened. So what do people really think of you? Well, she said mo- she said the most interesting thing was there were these two, she thought they could be in their late 20s, early 30s guys that were not regular guys, but they had some challenges, let's just say. So they were kind of nice. She said they were nice guys, but they were... Um, Almost uh, developmentally disabled, not, not, not like. fully adult yet. Yeah, yeah. And so, okay. And so, one kid's one kid's. <laughs> Who's that guy? Oh, that's that's Fat Cashman. He's like a he's like a really famous local celebrity. Well, I never heard of him. <laughs> that's because you're not from around here, Clive. Well. <laughs> What does he do? He's on the radio and stuff. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. You like this parade? Yeah, it's cool. Parades are cool. You know, they got a really big one coming up this next weekend. It's called a torchlight parade. Oh, do they, what do they do with that? It's just that they have lots more stuff. Is that guy going to be in it? No, now the guys in the, the that big parade are really famous. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Oh. We should go to that parade. Yeah, let's go to that parade. It'll be fun. You know what? Right. We should wear masks. That's a good idea. I love a parade. It's having a beat. I love every beat. I hear of a drum. 
Well, that's it, right? Should we bring it into the barn? We should. Um, I think just, we've milked this cow long enough. Yeah, it's the end of summer and um, back to school, and so we're gonna we'll kick off fall with a whole bunch of uh, new episodes. And so, sorry, summer's over, Pat. Yeah, well, it's not sorry. technically over until September. Well, I know, but uh, to me, when school starts, summer's over, right? Don't you think that? Well, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, to me, you, Labor Day sort of marks the end of the summer. But what are the good things about the kids going back to school? One, they're, they're back at school. They're back at school. <laughs> Two, <laughs> our teachers are more fully employed. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go to a movie during the oh, day, oh yes, theaters wide open yep. for you. Very true. Don't have a don't have a kid pounding the back of your seat. That's very true. Uh, those are all the good things. Good, I'm glad you're seeing it. I think they outnumber the bad things. Yeah, I agree. See you later. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. (laughs) Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.